When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is the Rose and Shine podcast featuring the Swedish sisters Josephine Roos and Victoria Roos Olsen. Based in Stockholm and New York, we share experiences from our international lives and careers. Hi and good morning. This is Josephine recording from Bogota. Good morning, Josephine and everyone else. And good evening from Stockholm. This is Victoria. Hi. So this episode is about growing your network or really like finding your people. Yeah, and we uh, sometimes get to hear that we are natural connectors. And this is also part of our idea of, of creating Rose and Shine was really to start to connecting amazing women that already exist within our network. Yeah. So based on that, we have created a Rose and Shine find your people model. So it's really going, this model is starting with the core of yourself all the way to your extended network and even to your dream network. Actually, in this episode, our idea is that we'll focus on the outer layers and then we'll take the inner levels in the next episode. And yeah, and what Victoria is saying now will make sense in a moment. Um, yeah. but, <laughs> but in short, today we really get a chance to review and reflect on your own network. And we have divided it in, into a number of different levels. So some of the more personal levels and some of the more outer layers of the outside people in, in your life. And that's kind of what we're focusing on today. Yeah, for sure. And some of these levels might be perfect for you already and others you want to work on. And actually, it's uh, the perfect match because you, Josephine, have just uh, moved country again. So <laughs> you will be our guinea pig. <laughs> yeah, so how to, build, how to build my network here. So I'm hoping that um, this will be the perfect coaching session for anyone else in a similar situation as me who's kind of been moving and want to get a new network growing. Yeah. Uh, but also for people who want to expand their existing networks and maybe take stock at where, where they are. For sure. So both of us have moved over 30 times so we are experienced at this and I would even go as far to say that you know we have born networkers in our family <laughs> both our parents our brother everyone it's like we're a clan of networkers so we're really gonna try to share our best advice and ideas and thoughts and inspiration on what to do if you want to grow your network. But it's also interesting because I think in, in our family, even even though I think you're very right, we're a clan of networkers, there's certainly very different levels of comfort in terms of networking. Yeah. So it's all also about, you know, building that confidence and, and pushing yourself and, and networking because for many of us, it kind of has a, a negative ring to it. 
Yeah. It has this thought that we you know, need to go out and be super pushy or stand at these events with a glass of wine in our hand and say something smart or brilliant. That's like um, the awful picture, right? Of the nightmare picture of networking. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I think that some people in our family would actually be great also at that, where some people would have less of a... <laughs> confidence level in terms of doing that. So this episode, I think, is for everyone, not only for people that classify themselves as natural born uh, networkers. <laughs> no, on the contrary, this is some good advice for uh, anyone looking to grow and expand their network, I would say. Mm -hmm. So we've created this model that starts with the core and you'll find this in the pep sheet as well. It starts in the core with finding your people and where the first person is actually me, as in you yourself, right? Mm -hmm. uh, which we're not going to go into today. And then we build on with my closest family, as in the ones that I share a home with, then my more extended family, so siblings, parents, etc. And when we go into these different layers, we'll define them more properly because they will mean different for different people, of course. Yep. Then we have friends, which we've also defined in two different layers. One is the more, the closest, dearest, best friends, and then all your other lovely, fun, cool, interesting friends. And then we come to the sixth layer, which we'll talk about today, my network. And that we've defined with people I'm in touch with on a regular basis in some way or another. So here we have Colleagues, clients, students, neighbors, fellow club members, committee members, all different kinds of people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as you said earlier, Josephine, when we were chatting, people can move between these levels and they can even exist in the different levels, right? Yeah. So, of course, your friends can also be work colleagues or, or the other yeah. way around. And yeah. maybe they start in one level and then expand across your levels. Yeah. Or move out level <laughs> even. Yeah, let's talk about that. And then the yeah. next level is my extended network. So these are the people that you're not in a regular touch with, really. However, you know, you would feel comfortable sending them a note. You know, thing people like your former colleagues and social media hangouts, old classmates, acquaintances participants in your classes. I was thinking about all these lovely people that I meet when now running the yoga classes or the running classes, etc. Mm -hmm. And finally, the outer layer is my dream network. So those are all the people that are actually not within my network yet, but I would love to be in their network somehow. Mm. And those are the people you might need to kind of analyze. You need to analyze first, where is it where I want to go <laughs> yeah and then what are the people that need to to be part of the network for me to actually end up there yeah so we're designing a workshop around this but you can also just use our pep sheet to review and revisit a little bit for yourself where am I right now because mm -hmm. obviously I mean you've moved to a new country when things happen in our lives so it's not a constant that this is the way it always is it will keep changing But what's your snapshot of how it looks at at the moment? Exactly. And certain levels, I guess, would be more stable and certain yeah. levels are more fluctuating and changing. Yeah. yeah. So to help you analyze your current status, we have developed a number of, of questions. Yeah. What you can do is when you look at the pep sheet, for example, you can revisit each level and ask yourself the following questions. So do I enjoy it when I spend time in this level? Mm -hmm. And 
why does this level matter to me? And I guess that's a kind of key, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is really everything from your from your personal well-being, I guess, to reaching your career goals. Yeah. How much time do I spend on this level? Do I spend too much? Do I spend too little? Could I focus more on it? Yeah. And that really relates to the next question as well. Does it give me energy? That one is so important. Yeah. I think. And am I giving it energy? So yeah. I guess it's a chicken and an egg question potentially yeah. there. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Possibly. And I guess there are some that are not in balance. Maybe you give it a lot of energy, but you don't get so much at least positive energy back. You know, mm -hmm. when we talk about energy, we mean the, the positive, lovely energy, right? Mm -hmm. And then ask yourself, what are the rituals, the fun, the excitement, the things that matter to you at this level? And what do you think about the rituals? What do you mean there? So are there like things that you do in this level? And I would say probably more in the in the more closer levels like friends and do you have any rituals that are special do you go on special trips or do you meet every morning for a morning jog or what do you do with your family and everything because that will also enhance these different levels so to think about that do we actually have any rituals in our family that are special and dear and are we creating them mm. or do I have some with my friends Or with my network even, that would be really, yeah, growing that part. Yeah, because rituals really is a great way of creating that network. Yeah. yeah. Making that special feeling within a group. Mm -hmm. And then thinking about the about questions, um, do I need to change anything to this level at this point? Yeah. And if no, you can be affirmed that be, <laughs> you can feel certain that you're doing the, the good thing and you yeah, can good move for on you. to the next <laughs> level. Exactly. And if yes, if you do need to improve things, what, what are the things that you can do in order to start to improve it? Exactly. So, you know, that's what we said now that because we could probably speak for hours about this again. So we'll divide it into two different episodes and we'll start by the outer layers and really look at network and extended network and see what you can do to grow that, really. And is that the network that we generally refer to or think about as more related to our career, would you say? Yeah, it could be. And um, it could be parents that you meet at parents' meetings, and maybe you are... It could be in your interest after work. It could be that you attend a sport club... So it's people you're in touch with, but you wouldn't really count them as your friends. Mm -hmm. But they are around and they mean something to you. But they very much could be colleagues as well, mm -hmm. definitely. Mm -hmm. Or work acquaintances or clients and or students. And yeah. Mm -hmm. So think about it that people that you're in a regular touch with, But they're not as close as friends, but they somehow matter to you. But the purpose of this network is not necessarily professional, is then what you're trying to say. No, exactly. That's actually one of the first questions, right? Why is this important? And you could have, we could put it all into one network and probably you could say, argue, well, my professional network is really strong. But apart from that, I don't have a very strong network. Mm. Mm. You know, maybe you're thinking, wow, I'm so interested in the arts, but I don't know anyone else around me who's interested in that. You know, could I grow and expand that network? Mm. Or I'd want to be involved in charity. 
you know, and, and do things around that. How could I grow that? So it could be professional. It most likely is for everyone who has a job for sure. But it could also be other things. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you are looking now, let's start by you, actually, because you just moved to Colombia. Do you even have a network? Um, yes, I do. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, when you move to a new place, it's more limited. So I've really been trying to look at, you know, what are the... I was here to, in 2006 mm -hmm. in Colombia. Yeah. And I created quite a small but quite a close network of Colombian friends here. Yeah. That I've kept in touch with thanks to Facebook. And, you know, we haven't been in regular touch over these past 12 years. But we've had been in touch to some extent. And that's the lovely house that I'm staying in right now. It's yeah. from one of those friends. Yeah, true. That's the lovely weekend uh, a couple of weekends ago when we went to another friend's uh, finca or, or, you know, um, a house outside of the city. Yeah. Um, so I have a small but really solid, good Colombian network here that has really enabled and facilitated the move here. See, already there, that's such a brilliant point on why to keep that network because mm -hmm. when you were there in 2006 was it mm -hmm. yeah you know you didn't know that you would I mean you always thought that would be really nice to go and work there again yeah. but you didn't know that 12 years later you know you would be living there with your husband and son and everything so it's really nice that you've stayed in touch with all of them yeah it really shows the value of, of having a, a good network and and keeping in touch Absolutely. So how did you actually keep in touch with them throughout the years? You said social networks. What else? Well, one of them, uh, one of my friends here, he came actually and studied at my university for for six months mm -hmm. after we had been here. So I guess yeah. that was more on him than, than on me in the sense that, you know, he came and studied and that was then easier. And, yeah. and then mm -hmm. became a little bit part of my other network and, and makes it easier to keep in touch Yeah. The other part has just been that the few times that I have been back in Colombia, I've always made sure, even though it's just been a weekend, to tell them that I'm here and to make sure to catch up. And yeah. And then just occasionally writing to them on Facebook and, and email. And, and people can be quite bad in, in keeping in touch, I have to say. I've been yeah. joking with one of them that never replies to my messages <laughs> and, you know, saying, hey, what is this? Are you not friends with me anymore? And But I think uh, he is. I think they are. And I think it's more about sometimes people are not good at keeping in touch, but it doesn't mean that you can't still occasionally write them an email and, and follow up with them. No, that's good. I agree with you. I think that's a really nice way of actually keeping your your network if you don't live in the same place or in the same country it's just once in a while make that little personal note I have a friend she's now living in Bangkok and we live together in Dubai and what she does once in a while is that she just sends me a handwritten personal letter and it's like so amazing to get this letter and it makes me feel so special yeah of course she's more a friend actually than but that's a way to stay in touch with your network and I, I try to do that and some people are really good around Christmas and New Year's Eve to write a little bit of a a yearly letter and that used to be fashionable and I mm -hmm. think people kind of stopped doing that but write this yearly kind of letter right yeah yeah but that's a good thing to do yeah exactly and I think you know if you're thinking that all right my network 
could be better. Mm. And then I would say, you know, me personally, I really don't like to go to these mingled parties and stand with the drinks and everything on my own. And then that makes, like most people, I think, it makes me feel quite uncomfortable. Yeah. But if you go out of your comfort zone a little bit, you end up having the most interesting conversations. So sometimes if you're, you know, sitting next to someone at a flight, even, you know, I yeah. you're laughing about something that happens and you strike up a conversation and then it all of a sudden you realize the person next to you has a really interesting job and then, you know, have a chat and I used like, okay, wow, should we just stay in touch via LinkedIn? And then you do, and then you've expanded your network with someone really interesting and you've learned something new on the way. So just step out of that comfort zone a little bit. Yeah, and I think our father is the master of this, right? <laughs> and we've yeah, for sure. We've always as kids been quite embarrassed <laughs> to, you know, to the way that he goes of, of reaching out and putting himself out there and you know talking about what he does when he meets people and, yeah. and, and so on but what has happened is so many times this has led to our future holidays where we've been going yeah new friendships all over the world new friendships also i remember randomly when we were on the boat on the maldives and he started talking to the person next to him and i they had some really sh like shared history yeah that's true and they never would have known if if you didn't put yourself out there yeah I try to think about that sometimes and that helps me because I I do not always feel natural to just start chatting up the person next to me it really depends on my mood yeah. sometimes I feel super natural yeah. sometimes I'm really introverted but you know my best advice there is to not think of that you have to go all out there and do all the talking but I've actually started to say I'm asking the questions mm. because really people sitting there and I'm like, so what do you, you know, and, and then you also very quickly see if they're interested or not in having a conversation because if the answers are very, very short, they probably don't really. But then, you know, it's so interesting because you never know who this person is and you can find out the most amazing stories like yeah, on my flight this last year to San Francisco, I was sitting next to this uh, young woman and it proved that she was uh, from Italy and she was saying, oh, I'm from this small town. And then we started talking and I'm like, kept asking. And then it proved that she's from this very small town where we've been many times and we were going again this summer, you know, and it was so amazing. And now we're in touch on Instagram and she's, you know, super lovely. And it's just interesting to find out what people do. And I think that is probably my key lesson, if we're going to give it away already now in, <laughs> in the middle of beginning yeah. of the episode, is that, you know, really taking an interest in people. Yeah. That is the best way of networking. Yeah. To selfishly ask questions and try to understand what motivates and what drives that person. And it's such a good way to get to know people and yeah. for people to give them their time. Because people are often quite happy, even busy people are quite happy to share information if you speak to them and you're genuinely interested in, in what they do. Definitely. This was very much pushed in, in my grad school in a way where, you know, very much networky, American, totally outside of my comfort zone in, in the way. And they pushed us always to do these informational interviews as a way of grow mm -hmm. our networks. Yeah. And I just realized from starting to do that, however uncomfortable I felt in the start, that people actually really took their time if you 
talked about them. Yeah, for <laughs> People sure. People want to speak about themselves. Yeah. And of course, it's a very useful way of, of learning. For sure, for sure. And also, I'm trying to think, what is it that I can contribute? What is it that I can give? What would make people feel like, wow, that's a win for me? And for example, if I see that there is a nice seminar or event and there's someone in my network that I haven't seen for a while that I think this is a really nice person that I want to spend more time with, I would, you know, I send out, hey, would you want to join me on this seminar that looks really interesting? And those are simple things that people often go, wow, that's really nice. Mm. And also, while you are at these seminars, likelihood is that the people that come and attend have the same interests as you. So do talk and, and see, is there a way to make a connection there and have a good chat and everything? That's a simple, nice way of, of doing that. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Yeah, so Josephine, what else are you going to do now to grow your network in Colombia? Well, as always, when you move as an expat, I think there are a number of kind of ways that you can go about <laughs> to grow your network. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, already being part of the, the Swedish community here is a way of getting to know more people and yeah. and through the embassy, because that's, of course, a bit related to the work that I do. It's a, it's a great way to connect. You both. were in the Santa Lucia train already your first <laughs> week in Colombia. That was good. Exactly. And and really, I, you know, I made um, three great uh, new contacts there that seemed to be lovely people. Yeah. So I think that's a really good way if you're a foreigner coming to a new place. You can always kind of connect to your community you might not want to get stuck there. You want to make sure to expand and, and spend time with Colombians. Yeah. But I think that's a really good way of, of getting out there. 
I have a good friend and I felt like she was always very good. She had kids before we did. And she was very good at using the kids as a good networking tool to make new friends. Yeah, for sure. And, They're the best. And Raphael's <laughs> birthday is coming up very very handly. Um, uh, <laughs> so next Sunday. So it's going to be a cocktail party, right? At nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have put bubbly somewhere in the invitation. Is that wrong? Yeah, that's good. Like cake and bubbly. Trying to, you know, make sure that parents don't come here and just dump their kids with their nanny, but actually yeah. stay. <laughs> Which is really, yeah, that, exactly. That's what I try to do too. That's really cool. Make the parents have a separate party. Yeah. yeah. So I think that kind of trying to see where are these little small events maybe that you can create And that's, you know, good to do in the beginning. Maybe you don't feel like doing that the whole time and so on. But but doing that in the beginning is a good way of, of meeting new people and getting to know the parents of your kids. But you know what? I think just to sort of jump in there, because, yes, it's great to do when you're new in a place. But I think many of us could actually benefit from doing that even when we are in our comfort zone, because it is enriching to meet new people and hear new things and If we've been in a place for quite some time and we're very stable in our relationships, it's still rewarding to meet other people. So mm. that's a really good way of actually doing that, I would say. Yeah. And then the other thing that I just need to get a little bit better at is that I'm, I'm new at my at my office and it's quite a big one. And it's really to continue to walk around and <laughs> introduce myself to everyone. Yeah. Because that's not always i mean in some company cultures that will be the first day it will be a big meeting and a big introduction in other cultures it's a little bit different yeah so i think i've ended up in in the little bit different culture where i actually need to go out and, and really make sure that i say hi to everybody and that they know who i am and that i know who they are <laughs> you should set like a target you should set a target for yourself like have at least three new people for lunch every week or something like that exactly so that's what i have like i'm setting up coffee dates basically yeah. or lunch dates yeah. and so i think that's a good way of doing it for for anyone else who is in a new role um, and that's again really taking the interest of what are other people doing so not so much talking about yourself or your job but really trying to understand okay what What do you contribute to the this organization or what do you do? And, yeah. And how can I support that to some extent? Yeah. And for anyone working in a large corporation and, and wanting to grow their network and maybe they're not looking so much externally, but rather internally, you can also really think of how can I reach out to people, for example, having the same role as I do, but working in different countries, setting up meetings with them. Mm -hmm. I think some, they wait too much. Oh, that's the boss that's going to arrange that or do that. Or someone formal has to do that. But you could really set that up for yourself. I'm I'm thinking of a girl I used to work with, Rebecca at Franklin Covey. She's brilliant at that. And she's just setting up marketing meetings with different colleagues. And she's created this entire marketing community across the globe really within that organization and that was no one asking her to do but she did and that's been a great benefit for everyone around so she's really proactive and now she has also that brilliant network yeah that's fantastic and it makes me think about talking about that here but the rose and shine corporate clubs yeah where you know first of all when tria this um, phone company re reached out to us to to support their female network. I mean, that really is, this is really has the same idea. How do you strengthen your own internal network um, within your organization? Yeah. So 
Yeah, certainly many things you can do within your company. Yeah. And then outside, what we were discussing before, because your your network could be very much focused on your professional life, but you could also want to grow your network a bit more in general. So go out and look a little bit for your people. You know, mm-hmm. what are the things that you love doing? If people that share the same interests with you, and that's actually really exciting. And I've seen so many people getting you know, engaged in in doing what they do and getting even more passionate about it by finding other people doing similar things. And that's really cool. Yeah, that's a great way of getting to know more people. And especially if you're new or especially if you want to expand or change. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And remember the questions that we said at the start and really do ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why is this network important for me? Is it giving me energy? If you're just doing it because you kind of feel you have to, well, then maybe you shouldn't, Mm -hmm. you know. And also think about if you're disappointed with the energy that you get back, think about what's the energy that you give in. If you give a lot of energy and you don't get so much energy back, it's probably the wrong place for you Mm -hmm. (laughs) to to spend your energy. Absolutely. So that's our, like the immediate network, the people that we actually meet. Then we're also talking about the next level, which is the extended network. So these are the people that you're not in daily contact with, but former colleagues or social media hangouts or classmates. Really, I would say the people that you were just talking about in Colombia, for a moment they've been, you know, for some years now they've probably been in your extended network Mm. and now they're back into your more... Closer. Yeah. Yeah. So you already shared the good example of of staying in in touch there and Mm. I think that's really good. Mm -hmm. What else do you think we can do to keep that extended network relevant and, and still there? Well, so one perfect way of keeping uh, the extended network relevant is, of course, to be generous. Be generous on your social media. Be generous on on your LinkedIn. Yeah. That could mean anything from sharing or boosting other people's uh, posts. And I think we've realized that with Rose and Shine, right? How important that is and how helpful it is when other people do it and how much you appreciate it when other people Support because anything that you see, most people have put a lot of time and work and effort into it, right? So they will feel very uh, happy if you share. So that's one way of doing it. Do you have any other examples? Yeah, no, but I agree. I mean, be generous in in sharing and and think that that's actually creating synergies and not thinking so much, okay, let's keep this secret, but you know, move out and reach out. I think that's a great example. And we have in in Sweden. There's this big female movement called Heja Livet, with all these amazing women are being members on Facebook group, etc. And we reached out to them because we thought that's so linked to our philosophy and what we're thinking. Yeah. And I thought they were so generous. They were like, "Yeah, but why don't you take our Instagram account for a couple of days?" And they actually have that as an idea that every week they give their Instagram account to someone that they like and they are sharing for like two or three days about their own life. Yeah. I think that's such a brilliant way of, of being generous and also sharing is caring kind of. Yeah. And certainly connecting to numerous amount of new people through doing this. So it's a very yeah generous and smart idea. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like to see that you're actually contributing by helping people connect and look for your tribe, look for people. And 
actually last night we were having dinners at friends and it was so nice and they have also been expats so we were talking about actually just what we're talking about now when you get new friends and they said since we came back to Stockholm we've made so many more new friends in this one and a half year than we had in the previous 15 years when we lived in Stockholm before just because we're yeah because we're now in the mood of how do we get to know new people yeah and then they shared this oh lovely story that I was talking about he heard this from someone who lived in Japan and I think it was like in the 80s when there were not that many uh, Europeans living in Japan so this person who was a man he was quite tall and obviously white and so he always felt like quite odd and I know this because I lived in the 90s in in China and that's how we got started in this conversation you know people would stop and take photos of you and everything and you really felt like the odd one out so anyway, this quite tall Westerner, he was walking in Japan in really crowded places and being like a head taller than everyone else. And then he looked out and from the other side of the square, there came this other tall Westerner person, you know, and obviously they saw each other straight away because they were <laughs> head above everyone yeah. else. Yeah. And they just walked towards each other and they'd never met, never seen each other before. And they just gave each other a big hug on the square. <laughs> and then they continued each on their own path, you know. But it was just kind of cool to, you know, find your tribe, see your people and give a little bit of love. I thought that was a really neat story. Yeah. That's very sweet. Yeah. And of course, our best friends um, now, they are tribe and our people. I mean, that's just so funny. She happens to be from Sweden and he happens to be from New Zealand. Yeah. Which, of course, is the same match as in my family where my husband is from New Zealand. And of course, then it's just like a perfect match. Yeah. Or it can be. It can be. It match. can be. But And I guess our other point is also look for the ones that you don't think is the perfect match mm. because maybe there you'll be so enriched by by seeing that uh, different person and learning new things and see that on the surface you might look completely different but at the end of the day you are quite you know share common values and things anyway right absolutely yeah so moving into the dream network yeah when i think about the dream network it's really thinking about first reflecting on setting your own goals and setting your kind of again looking back to your questions of course but then you know where where do i want to be if we think about it professionally yeah. where do i want to be in 5 years who is already there what are they doing and um, who do i need to reach out to in order yeah. to to get there so actually you know, strategize a little bit. Mm-hmm. In Sweden, that could sometimes be kind of frowned upon, right? <laughs> I think it's culturally different yeah. how we approach that. I think in the US, they're better at that. But yeah, strategize. Who do you need to be in your network and, and why? And then start looking for them and then start to reach out to them. Yeah, and see what maybe, you know, another thing is to see what is it that you can do for them. Absolutely. Even in Sweden, I, I think I mentioned this in another episode But I did do this exactly. And one woman that I think is this amazing CEO of several schools in Sweden that I really admire. She's in her 70s and we ended up at an event together. And then I wrote her an email and said, if I could please invite her for lunch because she was such an inspiration. And we did have the most amazing lunch together. And it was so nice. And I think that gave her energy and it gave me energy and thoughts and insights. So Again, I would say get out of your comfort zone if you want to get a bit closer to your dream network. Think about what it is that 
you can give them that makes a difference and, and go for that. Absolutely. Yeah, nothing better than being interested in other people that that really helps for them to share their contacts and be generous. So be generous with your contacts. Yeah. Put them in touch with other people. Um, so don't only, even though the Dream Network might be a little bit about aspirational people. Yeah. Also make sure to see that the people that are also aspiring, that maybe are aspiring to where you are, to help them. Yeah. Because you never sure. know where they are going to yeah. end up being. And because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Of course. But yeah. you know, be generous um in the same way that other people might have been generous with their time. Yeah. Make sure that you're generous to other people. I always try to answer questions even though maybe shorter emails now than a few years ago but try to answer questions when people reach out you know how do you get where you are what would yeah. you recommend me to focus on in an interview yeah. and so on so give your time that's true that's uh, again sharing is caring and that makes a difference and really to sum up this episode i would say that this of having a network and believing in the power of community that's also as we said the roots and shine entire idea and i was looking at the statistics the other day which i i kind of love maps and statistics and all of these things and i noticed now that we have listeners from 71 different countries oh wow it's great yeah. yeah yeah and it's so interesting so then i kind of got absorbed and i started to look all of these different countries you know so Our top countries are Sweden and the UK and the US. And then I started to look in the US and I'm like, wow, we have some really regular listeners in Idaho. I mean, <laughs> of course, New York and everything from you. But I'm like, so if you are the ones that are from Idaho, I mean, give us a shout out on Instagram and everything or yeah. and actually join our community or I saw from Iraq, I saw from Hong Kong, we have regular listeners and all these different places, Botswana, you know, and, and that's cool. That's also being part of a community. So don't be shy, join our community. You subscribe on our webpage, uh, rusenshine.com. And we would just uh, love to get you a little bit closer. Let us know what you think. We're so happy that you keep listening So thank you very much for being part of our community in a way. Yeah, thank you. It, it makes our day. Yeah. <laughs> so that's wonderful. All right. Good. So let's sum up for now. And then in another episode, we will take the first part of this uh, network where you look more kind of internally or more closer to yourself. And for all those born networkers out there, you know, please do share also on Instagram if you have other ideas and suggestions what really work well for you. That would be wonderful. So thank you, everyone. Have a lovely week and we'll be back soon. Bye. Take care, everyone. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 